Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of the QuietMark podcast. I'm your host, Simon Gosling, CMO at QuietMark. And QuietMark is the independent global certification program associated with the UK Noise Abatement Society Charitable Foundation. Through scientific testing and assessment, QuietMark identifies the quietest products in multiple categories spanning many sectors, including home appliances and technology, building sector materials, and commercial sector products. As you just heard me say there, QuietMark is associated with the Noise Abatement Society Charitable Foundation, and it's one of their many campaigns that forms the topic of discussion on today's show, the subject being quiet deliveries. The Noise Abatement Society did a campaign called Silent Approach, and it's a collective holistic scheme to enable swift, efficient deliveries without causing noise disturbances to residents in order to reduce congestion and help improve air quality and safety in our towns and cities. Joining me on the show today to discuss the subject more fully, I'm delighted to be accompanied by five expert guests, each bringing their own unique knowledge and experience to the conversation. So, in no particular order, those guests include Christopher Hansen Abbott, Chairman at Brigade Electronics Group PLC. Chris formed Brigade Electronics in 1976, inspired by the strange beeping sound he heard emanating from the rear of a small truck on a street in Tokyo. At that time, reversing safety had not been addressed outside of Japan, but with the Health and Safety at Work Act recently passed into UK law and vehicles already accounting for a vast number of fatalities, Chris felt it was time for change. With support from the Society of Motor Manufacturers and Traders, Brigade launched its first reversing alarm at the 1976 Commercial Vehicle Show in London. Despite initial resistance, nowadays vehicle safety systems are universally accepted as a necessity for plant and commercial vehicles, and this progress has undoubtedly played an important part in saving many lives. And Chris is joined by Emily Hardy, who is the UK Marketing Manager at Brigade Electronics UK Limited. Emily is a leading member of the management team, Committed to making worksites and roads safer for all, Brigade pioneered BBS Tech, a revolutionary white sound reversing alarm which has been QuietMark certified. The safest in the world and with no noise nuisance, BBS Tech is fast becoming the reversing alarm of choice. In New York City, it is the only alarm permitted on construction vehicles. We're also delighted to be joined by Jan René Hansen, Vice President of Sales and Product Management for truck-mounted forklifts at Hybe who are the world's leading provider of on-road load handling equipment, intelligent services, smart and connected solutions. Their next-generation Hybe Moffat E-Series NX is QuietMark certified and is an entirely new range of all-electric truck-mounted forklifts. We're also joined by Carl Fordham, Managing Director at Rolltech International Limited, an established leading supplier of high-quality casters and wheels. Rolltech is proud to support its customers with the design, production and supply of casters, wheels and other components associated with mobile equipment. For a number of years, Rolltech International has been actively involved in supporting numerous industries, aiming to reduce transmitted noise associated with mobile equipment. Our last guest, and certainly not least, is Lisa Lavia, Managing Director at the Noise Abatement Society, who's returning to the show for a second time. Part of the license fee for QuietMark certification goes towards funding the Noise Abatement Society's internationally respected work. Lisa is a doctoral researcher on soundscape and well-being in the built environment. She's an expert at creating high-impact programs through engagement, strategy, co-creation and collaboration in the commercial, public and not-for-profit charity sectors to deliver practical solutions, innovation and high-value added services to improve health and well-being in the built environment. So let's now welcome them to the show.
Hello, Simon. My name is Lisa Lavia, and I'm Managing Director of the Noise Abatement Society. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen Abbott. I'm Founder Chairman of Brigade Electronics PLC. I'm Emily Hardy, UK Marketing Manager for Brigade Electronics. Hi there, I'm Jan Hansen, Vice President of Sales and Product Management at HIAP. I'm uh, Carl Fordham, Managing Director of Rolltech International Limited. So Lisa, we heard in the introduction there about Silent Approach. Could you tell us more about that campaign? Yes, Silent Approach, Simon, was started in 2007 by Gloria Elliott, who is the Chief Executive of the Noise Abatement Society. Gloria is the daughter of John Connell, who founded the Noise Abatement Society in 1959. And Gloria set up the Silent Approach program in response to complaints received by the Noise Abatement Society's helpline about noise from deliveries. The Silent Approach program is a collaborative, holistic scheme to enable swift and efficient deliveries without causing noise disturbance to residents in order to reduce congestion, help improve air quality and safety in our towns and cities through the reduction of freight traffic during peak times, which are generally during the day. The Silent Approach program comprises a combination of site audits, noise assessments, and stakeholder engagement activities to develop a customized program of operational technology and managerial changes for organizations to help them adapt their existing delivery profiles to be low noise profiles. And it's worth saying at this point that the noise abatement side has been very pleased to work with all of the companies represented on the call today and really pleased to to see them. And the first successful quiet delivery trial was arranged by the NAS with Sainsbury's Wandsworth Council and the Freight Transport Association. The success of this project led to several other trials. Eventually, the UK government's sponsorship of the Quiet Deliveries Demonstration Scheme in 2010 wherein the NAS and the Freight Transport Association worked with a number of supermarket retailers across England and produced a series of six silent approach quiet delivery trials. They were all successful. And that larger group of case studies really proved the concept whereby we could say that the silent approach program could work at scale. And following that, Transport for London asked the NAS to join them and a series of other collaborators to produce quiet delivery trials and practices that could be operated during the London 2012 Olympic Games. And that's because during the Games, certain route networks and roads were closed during the day. In other words, they were only open to Olympic route traffic. They were not open to other forms of traffic, and thereby many deliveries could only happen at night during the Games. Some of these were very, very near to residents. So there was a real challenge with noise disturbance. TFL wanted to avoid that. So they brought NAS in to produce silent approach trials with several businesses from your breweries, high street retailers, supermarkets. Once again, we produced those trials and they were all successful and many of which would have used the equipment that's represented by the manufacturers on the call today. After the London 2012 trials, Transport for London set up the retiming delivery scheme and it was a five-year program started in 2013 to formalize and embed quiet delivery's best practice 
across London for planners, councils, and businesses in London's 32 boroughs, and to produce a series of toolkits on best practice quiet deliveries based on the Silent Approach program, which could then be rolled out to other cities and those resources made available. Based on the success of that program, TFL have many, many success stories that they have from retailers from that. But just to sum up, say that we have proven over and over again that quiet, efficient deliveries are absolutely possible and reap many, many benefits for operators and businesses alike. I'd like now to reintroduce to the show Chris from Brigade Electronics. And Chris, I'd like you to take us back to 1976, to that Japanese street in Tokyo that you were walking down when you heard the strange sound emanating from the rear of a small truck. Transport us back in time to then, if you would. 1976, uh, I was in the shipping industry, a member of the Baltic Exchange, and I was on a business trip to Tokyo. Walking down a street in a leafy suburb of Tokyo, quiet day, I saw backing towards me, going very slowly, a small truck coming back towards me with a strange beeping sound emanating from its rear end. I stopped and looked at this and thought, this is a wonderful idea. I've never seen anything like this in my life before. And as it turned out, there was nothing else like it, because this was a prototype uh, made by a Japanese electronics engineer who had thought the idea up and was trying it out on this small truck. I took a photograph and uh, then thought, well, what have I seen? And I said, I must find the maker. So I went on a hunt using a Japanese trading company. They found this, this uh, maker for me, an electronics engineer making uh, electronic parts for Japanese motor cars. He had a family business in the mountains in the north of Japan. And I went all the way to my uh, the bullet train, uh, introduced myself and said, I think this is a wonderful inven invention of yours. Mr. Yamaguchi, uh, I'd like to be your distributor for the UK and Europe. And he said, oh, very interesting. Um, it's very young still, you know. And he said, yes, well, OK, good idea. Uh, and how much do you know about the motor industry? Uh, and I said, absolutely nothing. <laughs> but I think it's a wonderful idea. And I, I, I'm willing to uh, leave the shipping industry. Uh, and set up uh, set up shop to be your distributor for Europe. So he sent me home uh, with a uh, couple of boxes of these reversing alarms and uh, also with a check for uh, 5,000 pounds, which in those days was a lot of money mm. to, to, to get me going. Mm. I thought it was very nice. So off I went home and set up shop in my front room of my house put an advertisement in Exchange and Mark to say reverse in safety, small display ad, line drawing. And uh, I sold those two boxes uh, of 100 in, in a matter of a week. Absolutely uh, 
flew out of my house and uh, I promptly ordered more by air freight uh, and they appeared again about 10 days later and uh, they went and, and one after another they went. And uh, well, the rest you could say is history. And Emily, they never stopped selling from back then in 1976. I'd love you to bring us more up to date and to the present day. I was reading in introduction about uh, the fact that the safest alarm in the world is being produced by you now, and it's the BBS Tech White Sound Reversing Alarm. Let the listeners know more about that. What's White Sound Reversing Alarm? And tell us more about that innovation, please. So as the years went by, the traditional beep-beep alarms, it became apparent that they were quite loud and intrusive and created unnecessary noise pollution. So Chris created the white sound reversing alarm, which is based on broadband sound technology. And that is a range of multi-frequencies that do not cause noise nuisance. And an example of this is if you imagine a, a snapped twig in the woods, you can instantly hear that sound. You turn your head, you know where it's coming from, or the sound of the sea, for instance. This sound is only heard where it matters. So as you move away from the rear of the vehicle, you will hear it less. It won't disturb neighbours if they're sleeping or on shift work or whatever it might be. And it dissipates quickly. It's also safer because it's directional. If you have two vehicles reversing at the same time, you can actually hear the direction they're moving in. Reintroducing Jan to the show. Hi, Jan. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Simon. You're Vice President Sales and Product Management at Truck Mounted Forklifts at Hybe. Tell us more about what you do there, please. Absolutely. Uh, maybe just a step back so that the listeners understand what it is that we're talking about here. Uh, the listeners may have seen uh, a little forklift hanging behind a lorry or a truck and trailer. Uh, and that's what we're talking about. And these these machines, these forklifts, are normally driven by a diesel engine. They're very loud. And uh, as Lisa was saying at the beginning, due to the traffic congestions, we are seeing more and more deliveries being needed outside of normal business hours, so early in the morning or late in the evening. Often our truck-mounted forklifts are used in residential areas for deliveries of building materials or different other palletized goods. So in 2015, uh, we started developing on an electric truck-mounted forklift, and we've now collected information and uh, knowledge over the years. And in 2020, we launched our second generation of these truck-mounted forklifts with an electric drivetrain. And uh, what we see now is that due to also the technology has been getting better, the batteries are getting better. Also, the prices have come down of this technology to build these machines. So the price difference is not as large anymore as it was in the beginning. It's still more expensive, similar to an electrical car over a petrol-driven or diesel-driven car. So we see now that technology is now ready to be used. And the advantages with this kind of products it's not only the noise, but also there's a health and safety aspect to this. So the driver himself will not have, uh, he will not have the diesel fumes from the engine. He will not have the noise from the engine. So his work environment is also much better, but it's also safety. It's the environment where he's driving with the unit. Uh, so he can hear the surroundings. He can see here if there's a pedestrian coming. He can hear if there's a bicycle coming. He can hear the bicycle bell. And he will be able to talk to the customer of where he should deliver the goods uh, that he's bringing. So 
you can even drive into the warehouse or into the customer's area inside the building if needed. And this was not possible before with the diesel engine. So these are the reasons that we are introducing this kind of product now. Hi, Simon. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you very much, Carl. And of course, uh, you too were involved in the Silent Approach campaign. Tell us more about your role as Managing Director at Roltec International, if you would, please. Sure. Roltec is a company that dates back more than 20 years. Primarily, it was involved with wheels and casters, supply material handling industry, and the supply chain equipment that was associated with that. Worked uh, in the last few years in particular with the Noise Abatement Society based on the history of how product and handling equipment developed itself during the 80s and 90s. During the early days, if we go back to the early 1970s and 80s, in the early days of the supermarkets, they were based primarily in the high streets, as we all perhaps remember. Uh, And deliverers of such, of all the product, all the food, were palletized box deliverers off the back of vehicles. And that's how it stood for 20, 25 years. As we were entered into the new millennium, the supermarkets moved out from the high streets into their large out-of-town sites, and they also changed their practices of delivering their goods from the distribution centres to the stores by substituting pallets for metal roll containers. These roll containers, roll cages, are roughly six feet tall, two foot six approximately square, running on wheels and casters and by its own description by their own design made of metal rattled away producing a huge amount of transmitted noise this was in some respects it was accepted within the distribution centers and even at the large out-of-town supermarkets when deliveries were made from at the back of the store however as the years progressed the supermarkets started moving back into the high streets as we all can remember into the convenience stores and the express stores, etc. The same equipment was being used as they used for delivery to the big out-of-town sites to the local high streets. And this equipment just wasn't acceptable from a noise pollution point of view. It was inconveniencing people. It was making a lot of people's lives ruinous. The stores themselves had a lot of litigation that related to noise pollution, but the local residents won a lot of court cases and was costing a huge amount of money to the retailers. By the mid-2000s, Rolltech was challenged with a project to reduce noise significantly from all this type of equipment. This was headed up originally by Tesco's, followed by Sainsbury's, by a number of other Marks and Spencer's, by a number of other retailers, to bring down the noise to an acceptable level. This was a level that people basically could live with and would result in a much more harmonious relationship between the retailer and the local residents. This included reducing or replacing, should I say, metal components with plastic and rubber shock-absorbing wheels from the old type nylon type wheels and the reduction was huge absolutely huge and that standard that we progressed with for 15 20 years has now become the industry norm for certainly the top 10 food retailers that this equipment now has to be in some respects applied to all their deliveries to especially residential areas as a standard that can only be accepted for not just the present but also for the future. 
it would be great to hear some of the success stories the brigade is experiencing in the present day. So there are a lot of reversing alarms to supermarket delivery trucks now, including Marks and Spencers and Sainsbury's. There are also other unique applications, the passenger buggies at Heathrow Terminal 4 that use white sound reversing alarms to alert people walking around the airport that a vehicle is approaching. And quite an unusual case study is when Chris and myself went to the Royal National Society for the Blind in London and we brought out a tonal alarm. There was a tree with a flock of birds in it and when we played the tonal alarm, all the birds flew out of the tree. But we played the white sound alarm, the birds stayed in the tree. So it has really great environmental impact as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very happy to see that we see that in in the logistical world, uh, the companies are wanting also to be more green. So one thing is is the silent deliveries, but one thing is also being green and have a greener profile as company by delivering, reducing the CO2 emissions, etc. And uh, we've had quite a number of companies now turning to us and say, we, we'd like to go this journey with you. And actually, a lot of companies in the UK, in Germany and the Netherlands have really been, been pushing for this. And we see also now customers in the US uh, are coming along now. And we have a very good example of a customer in Germany. It's a company called Biro. They are delivering uh, wood products, so flooring, doors, uh, building materials for kitchens and things like that. They have a fleet of 130 of truck-mounted forklifts, and they've dedicated themselves now. They want to exchange the whole fleet within the next couple of years. So there is definitely uh, definitely something coming there. Thank you very much, Jan. And if I can turn to you, Carl, we're hearing about supermarkets. Of course, there's a lot of online deliveries taking place these days. Yeah, I mean, the, the change in all practices regarding logistics distribution for food retail has commenced around about the mid-2000s. Perfect example of one of the largest successes and largest fleets uh, to talk about would be Tesco. Tesco themselves had a what they called a good neighbours project in the 2000s to come up with solutions, as I said earlier, about noise. And if we take an example, in 2007, Tesco had 600,000 roll cages, roll containers in service. As of last year, they had 1.2 million. Goodness. However, the cages as of today, 98 to 99% of those cages today of the 1.2 million are and have been converted to low noise cages. Oh, that's remarkable. Now, this is inclusive of the, as you've just mentioned, the significant increase in online shopping, which in itself has increased their distribution needs significantly so for example tesco distribute their online shopping deliveries through their stores so if you place an order with tesco for online for the home delivery it is actually delivered from and picked from the local store major store i see that has in itself significantly increased the requirement for roll containers to deliver the goods from the distribution center to the store so again that has required massive reduction in noise with a significant increase in equipment. As we all know, with what we've just experienced in the last two years, the home delivery, the online deliverers are probably here to stay. They are probably not at the level that we've experienced in COVID for the last two years will stay the same, but certainly 
and may reduce slightly, but home deliveries are the way for the future. So we're, we're massively contributing to the reduction in noise at the stores for this relative increase also in online deliveries. In fact, Simon, we've had a, an extreme situation, believe it or not, where one of our particular customers was so impressed with the reduction in noise, a comment was made that they would be happy or necessary in, in some, some respects to tie little bells to the front of the equipment to, to make sure that people could, could hear the equipment coming up behind them, which was <laughs> unbelievable. You're kidding what, they're too quiet. Absolutely. They actually had a, a complaint that the equipment may be too quiet that was transmitting behind them. Well, actually, that's quite a serious point there. And that makes me want to ask you a question, Jan, because, you know, your forklift trucks, they're big pieces of equipment and you're in distribution centres, but there's a lot of people working. Is there a chance that your equipment could be almost too quiet? Yeah, Absolutely. We've had customers already saying that when they were doing their deliveries outside of ours, if we could turn off the reverse beeper we have on our units. So maybe I should speak to Emily and Chris about getting the um, the new beepers that they have. Oh, Emily, I think we've made you a, a sale on the Quiet Mart podcast. Are you going to be getting in touch with Jan? Yes, absolutely. If I can get your details, Jan, we can certainly send you a sample. Looking forward to that. <laughs> so in all seriousness, though, Simon technologies can take the sound out of things so they then become too quiet. So for instance, we've experienced quiet electric vehicles which have become almost silent killers and we've created a quiet vehicle sounder that puts broadband sound technology back into the vehicle so it doesn't cause a noise nuisance but can alert pedestrian vehicle approaching. Building upon uh, some of the great success stories that we've heard, it's worth also noting Uh, some of the statistics from Transport for London from their retiming program. So they noticed in working with over 500 sites since 2015, they've been able to retime 166,000 deliveries out of peak times each year since 2015. So that is just a huge potential impact on local areas. And some of the local area benefits that they've been able to cite based on their program is that heavy goods vehicles and vans make up around 35% of all of their road-based traffic and NOx emissions in Greater London. This work has been able to improve local air quality and one business, for instance, reported that they achieved a 30% reduction in CO2 emissions and a 30-minute savings each way in journey time from just retiming two premises. So it's just a couple of facts just to throw out how the potential impact of doing the work and getting the quiet equipment and making plans to have successful retimed deliveries has a really, really huge impact on the local area and improving well-being and amenity for everyone. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us on the Quantmark podcast today and take us through the success stories of Silent Approach and your innovations which have helped to make quiet deliveries possible. Thank you for your time and uh, I wish you all well. Take care, everyone. Thank you, Simon. Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.